You're listening to SBS News. For the past six months, Amos Washington has travelled across Australia and conducted more than 150 consultations with young people, asked to respond to the question, what would Australia look like if young people had a greater say? He says one topic very much on the minds of young people he spoke with was mental health. Young people often made the connection between poor mental health or poor well-being and other issues that face young people, such as discrimination, gender inequality, racism, lack of job opportunities, and also lack of safe and enjoyable spaces for young people. Young people made a lot of connections between those issues and a general lack of, of, of well-being. Mr Washington says some young people told him they didn't feel Australia's policymakers respected their opinions. A lot of young people as well spoke to me about how they felt as though their opinions weren't valued by um, people in government and by uh, older people in the community at, at times. I think that's really concerning as well. Um, we talk a lot about young people um, who get to experience the real world, but young people are living in the real world. And they're experiencing a lot of issues affect everyone else. For example, mental health. Mental health can affect people of all ages. But it's the way in which young people experience these issues that we need to pay attention to in particular. Um, young people have unique experiences and have unique perspectives on community issues. And if we don't listen to those perspectives, we can't get the full picture. The New South Wales Youth Services representative group Youth Action also surveyed Australia's young this year. It asked 500 young people between the ages of 12 and 25 for their views about education, housing and employment. While many expressed concerns about rising inequality in Australia, Youth Action Chief Executive Katie Atchison says their answers revealed they were generally optimistic about the future. She says that positive outlook is not just a function of youth. She believes being a generation of digital natives is also relevant. They've had sort of smartphones and, and tablets in their hands um, since they were a child, which means that they also have access to a lot more information about what can be done better. So there is this idea that they could actually change the world, that there is an ability to kind of be part of the future, being a better place for other people, and that it just actually takes people to do that. So I think there is a... Uh, a an optimism that we might have seen in activist generations in the past. We're seeing it in young people right now where they're taking activism in their local communities. They're very engaged in their communities um, politically and socially and they're trying to make change in the world that they see because they see it's possible because of, of um, I'd say, probably social media and the internet has really helped with that. Katie Aitchison says the survey respondents were also altruistic and very interested in outcomes that promoted equity, equality and fairness. When we look at housing, affordability, education, um, access and um, employment opportunities, I think um, there hasn't really been moves from the government and from Parliament House really there hasn't been a very clear plan from anybody to say how we're going to address these issues and young people are very clearly seeing that there's a growing inequality, that more people are struggling than ever before, that their generation is the first generation to have lower living standards than their parents. But th the nice thing that we saw throughout the report was that young people were concerned about what that's going to mean for the whole future of the country, not just themselves. So they weren't just worried about themselves. They thought about, well, what's this going to mean for my parents and my grandparents and also my children as well? Like, we need to sort of address that. Another issue that draws passionate responses from young Australians is the country's response to climate change. Indigenous Australian Nicole Hutton is with the Seed Indigenous Youth Climate Network, affiliated with the Australian Youth Climate Coalition. 
And she says watching political leaders fight over how best to respond has been dispiriting. It's devastating as a young person to grow up seeing our leaders fighting about something that most people know needs to needs to happen really soon for us to be able to make it a change and to stop climate change becoming really bad. Uh, yeah, it's really disheartening, but um, there are lots of people and community groups now that are standing up, and I think now politicians need to start listening. Greg Diet, SBS News. If you enjoyed this, you can find more SBS features on our website or from your favourite podcaster like iTunes, Spotify, Acast, Stitcher or Wooshka.